Are we feeling cold? We are not cold? Let's rise up on our feet. Each moment I have to be in the midst of people like you, I have a lot of excitement in my spirit. You know why? Do you know why? Because I'm just 18. Do you agree? That I'm just 18. You, you don't believe me? That I'm just 18. Sorry? We just learned honesty. Oh, now you are saying pastor is not honest. Because he said he's excited to be your miss because he's just 18. Of course you know I'm not 18. I, I feel, that is the message. I feel like 18. Give a clap offering to the Lord. I mean to give somebody by your side a high five. Say welcome to the presence of God. Give somebody a high five. Say welcome to the presence of God. Say welcome to the presence of God. Now look for somebody you know you really like. Go and look for somebody you know you really like this person. Look for somebody you know you really like. And tell that person, say, my friend. Amen. I said, look for somebody you know you really like. Say, my friend. As the Lord live it. Say, as the Lord live it. You are going higher. Say, my friend. As the Lord live it. You are going higher. In all areas of your life. Say, my friend. Look at me very well. Very, very soon. I shall come to celebrate you. And you shall come to celebrate me. If you believe, start a loud hallelujah. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, Lord. You are worthy to be praised. You are Alpha. You are Alpha and Omega.
name of the Lord this day. Just begin to magnify the name of Jehovah. The I am that I am, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Exalt His holy name. Is worthy to be praised. Is worthy to be magnified. Is the lily of the valley. Is the I am that I am. No man is comparable to God. No man is comparable to his mightiness. Is worthy of our praise. Just open your mind this morning. Just say, Lord, I love you. Say it out. Say, Lord, I love you. Father, I will love you this day and forevermore. We thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Friends, there are prayers that I want you to pray this morning before you sit down. I want all of us to close our eyes. There is a particular reason why God has made sure that you are in this service this morning. Just close your eyes. You don't need to open that eye. I was telling somebody some few days ago that our youths that form our future, there are deposits we need to make into their lives in order for our own continuity to be guaranteed. I want you to close your eyes and you are going to pray for yourself. To be honest with you, I envy you. <laughs> I envy you. Why? What you are enjoying today. Some of us that are your fathers, we wish that we enjoyed it. But I tell you, the Lord is on the throne. Close your eyes and grab the, your head with your two hands. Grab your head with your two hands. You are going to shout this loud and clear. Say, arrows! Uh, I know some of you, you, you don't like a lot of noise. But I tell you, sometimes you need it. I want you to shout it louder than what you have just done. Say, arrows! Prepared against my head. Say, arrows! Prepared against my head. Go back to the sender. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray like that. Say, arrows! Prepared against my head. Go back to the center. Close your eyes and pray it out. Say, arrows prepared against my head. Go back to the center. Go back to the center. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray it. Open your mouth and say it loud. Say, arrows prepared against my head. Go back to the center. Go back to the center. Go back to the center. In the name of Jesus. Jesus name we pray still hold that head hold that head with your two hands hold that head with your two hands if you are in this garden this morning sometimes you want to study and you have this un uncalled for headache and you feel like why am I having headache when I just I want to study you need to double your own aggression shout this loud and clear say arrows of bewitchment Fired against my head. Backfire! In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray like that. Say arrows of bewitchment. Fired against my head. Backfire. 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 
the name of Jesus. Backfire. 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 In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray it. In Jesus' name we pray. Look for a friend and grab the two hands of that friend. Iron sharpened iron. You want to help somebody to pray. You want to pray for somebody. Hold the two hands of that your friend. Ask for that your friend. Ask for his name or her name. Because you are going to use his name. You want to be specific. Ask for that person's name. You know the person's name now? You know the person's name? Close your eyes. And you are going to say this loud and clear. Say, Evil Mirrors. Monetary Brother John. Say, Evil Mirrors. Monetary Brother John. Break by fire. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Say, Evil Mirror. Monetary Brother John. Break by fire. Break by fire. Break by fire. Break by fire. Open your mouth and pray for your friend. Say, Evil Mirror. Monetary Brother John. Break by fire. Break by fire. Break by fire. Break by fire. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Say, Evil Mirror. Monetary Brother John. Break by fire. Break by fire. Break by fire. Break by fire. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Hold another person's hand. Look for another friend and hold the person's hand. And you are going to pray for that your friend like this. With holy anger. With aggression in your voice. Say it loud and clear. Say powers. Working to put Sister Mary in shame. <laughs> you better pray. Say powers. Working to put Sister Mary in shame. Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Say powers. Working to put Sister Mary in shame. You are a liar. We command you to die. 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 You command you to die. We command you to die. We command you to die. Open your mouth. We command you to die. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. In Jesus' name we pray. You are on your own. You are going to pray this next one for yourself. Put your right hand on your tummy. And pray this deliverance prayer loud and clear. For some of us, what for some of us, what the enemy wants to use to derail is already planted. But when you pray, you have power over the enemy. Say anything in me. Say anything in me. Assigned to fight my destiny. Say anything in me. Assigned to fight my destiny. Die! In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. Say anything in me. Assigned to fight my destiny. Die! 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 Open your mouth and pray. Say anything in me. 
you to fight my destiny. I command you to die. I command you to die. In the name of Jesus. Say anything on me. I fight to fight my destiny. I command you to die. In Jesus' name we pray. Say my father, my father, my father. Baptize me with your fire. In the name of Jesus. Say my father, my father, my father. Baptize me with your fire. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Say my father, my father, my father. Baptize me with your fire. Baptize me with your fire. Baptize me with your fire. Open your mouth. Say my father, my father, my father. Baptize me with your fire. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Eternal rock of ages, blessed God. The Father of our Lord Jesus Christ will bless your holy name. Thank you for all these your children that you gather to bless. Thank you for the destinies that are underneath my voice. Thank you because we know you are the master builder. Father, as many of your children that are here, and even those that are not here, O oh Lord, I pray, whatsoever the enemy has planned to terminate the shining of your star, I command them to die in the name of Jesus. Amen. I say, I command them to die in the name of Jesus. Amen. You are a star. Amen. You shall continually shine. Amen. Thank you, everlasting God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. A louder amen. amen. A threefold amen. 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 A threefold amen. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. Again, help me to greet this person sitting by you. Say welcome to the presence of Jehovah. We have a very short time before we close this service. But I want to beg you, listen very carefully this morning as I speak to you on a message I titled Closing the Doors of Darkness. What is our topic? Closing the Doors of Darkness. Before we go into the message, I will share this with you. Many years ago, when I was in the secondary school, I had this friend. We grew up together. We went to the same primary school and we ended up in the same secondary school. When we were growing up, this, my friend, was very brilliant. To be honest with you, he was more brilliant than somebody like me. And in those days, we do from one, from two, to from five. And by the time you, got, you get to from three, uh, you will know what you are going to do, whether it's science, whether it is arts, whether it is uh, commercial, we call it then. Those days, this, my friend, happened because he was good, very good. So he chose science, that is physics, biology, chemistry, we call it then, and then hard maths, I don't know if you do all those things now, admax, what we call admax then. What do you call it? For the max. Thank you. So uh, he had that combination 
and uh, it was in form 4A. Somebody like us, who are brilliant to the glory of God too, but when, you, when it comes to physics, physics was, to be honest with you, a trouble then. Biology was good. What do you call it? Physics. It, it was a challenge then. But when you talk about chemistry, biology, yeah, we were on top. But you know, I was good in literature and English then. So I decided that, look, I'm not going to go to Form 4A. I'm not going to do pure science. Why? Because it's not just for me. But this, my friend, was so good. So he was in the pure science class. We graduated. We had our Wahek top A's. We, we, we did very well. But you see, there is what is called darkness that is always waiting for a glorious star. By the time we got to the university, this my friend went to OAU, Obafemi Awolowo University. You see, there are wicked powers around. This my friend, in the first year, he will attend the class. Class will go very good. But once exam was coming, he was preparing for exam. Immediately is about a day to writing exam. He goes mad. Do you know what is called madness? Pure madness. That madness will not be calm until they bring him back home. When they bring him back home from school, immediately he comes back home. His brain will come back to normal. As I'm talking to you today, he never finished. They wasted him. He did what? He never finished school. He never went to university. Why? The enemy saw him and they oppressed him. He was a brilliant guy. Close your eyes and pray this loud and clear. For some, they need to pray. 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 See, arrows of the enemy. Waiting to manifest in my life. Say it louder than that. You are a failure. Go back to the sender. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. See, arrows of the enemy. Waiting to manifest in my life. You are a failure. Go back to the sender. Jesus' name, we pray. I share that testimony, that story with you, so that you should know that every stage that you are, there are some powers that are waiting. But the truth of the matter is, the power of God is bigger than them. And the truth of the matter is this, I need to congratulate you doubly, the fact that you are in a place like this, a place of fire. In those days, if my friend and the parents found a place like this, I am 100% sure that life will not be wasted. And I am praying for you. You will not be wasted. Yeah. Your email is not loud. Yeah. You can do better than that. Yeah. Open your Bibles with me to the book of First Peter chapter number 2 verse 9. First Peter chapter number 2. We are going to read 
9. The Bible says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Who is the Bible talking about? Who is the Bible talking about? The Bible is talking about you. Say the Bible is talking about me. Say the Bible is talking about me. The word of God says you that is listening to me this morning. You are a chosen generation. The Bible is telling you this morning. You are a royal priesthood. The Bible is telling you this morning. That you are a holy nation. The Lord has sent me to tell you this morning. That you are a peculiar person. You can never be any other person. You are peculiar. You are not just a person. You are a peculiar person. The Bible is telling you this morning. That you are to show forth. The praises of him. That called you. Out of where? Out of darkness. Into his marvelous light. Open again. Let's see. Let's see another verse, passage of the Bible before we continue. Open the Bible to Colossians. Colossians chapter number 1. We are going to read verse 13. If you are there, I don't mind. Let's make it participatory. You can read for us. Sorry. Can you say it again? He rescued us from the power of darkness. And brought us safe into the kingdom of his dear And brought us where? Into the kingdom of who? His dear son. Look at what the King James uh, Version says. The Bible says, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Don't forget the Bible says you are a royal priesthood. Listen to me this morning, friends. There are so many mysteries in this world. Light is a mystery. No wonder the Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 3, God declared, let there be light. And there was, there was light. Light that we see is a mystery from God. Likewise, darkness is also a mystery. In case you have not thought about it, darkness existed before light. So we can easily say that evil existed before righteousness. If we decide to put off the light in this room now, how do we look? It will look what? Dark, unbearable. These two mysteries, God created them from the beginning. But the Bible says in the book of John chapter 1 verse 5 that the light shineth in darkness and darkness comprehended not. There is a difference between darkness and light. And today we are talking about closing the doors of darkness. Listen to me. No man, no person, no woman, no man goes from light into darkness and live a glorious life. Whoever you are, there is no individual 
that can be inside light and now go into darkness and then expect to live a glorious life. Darkness is oppression. Darkness is the identity of the devil. Anytime you talk about darkness, it is the devil personified. Very strangely and very mysteriously, there are so many individuals who have tasted light and they are daily, they are nursing the soft ambition of going back into darkness. I'm going to repeat that to you. I said there are so many individuals in today's world, even among youth, they have tasted light and instead of keeping themselves in the light, they are daily, they are nursing their ambition. They are thinking about it. In the, in the Sabbath scripture I had, you were talking about the thoughts. Our teacher was saying that Jesus said, if you look lustfully unto a woman, lustfully, that you have already committed adultery. You have not done the action, but the thought of your heart is already towards that. Jesus says, you have already committed. There are so many people, even people of your generation, that they have found light, and instead of them to keep themselves within the light, they are secretly nursing that ambition of darkness. How do you do that? That is, when you are nursing the ambition of going back to sin. Going back, having the thought that is not worthy of what you read in the Bible. But when we talk about darkness, let me tell you this one this morning. Darkness, many times, camouflages as light. If we are not filled with the spirit of the Lord, to be able to distinguish there are friends, that you will see darkness and it will pretend as if it is light. And if you are not careful, one may fall into it. May you not fall into darkness. Am I talking to somebody? I said, may you not fall into darkness. Let me tell you, though there was physical light in Egypt, in Egypt, there was physical light in Egypt, but the totality of Egypt was darkness. I'm sure you must have had the story of how the children of Israel were in Egypt. And you know what happened to them in Egypt? Do we have anybody that doesn't know what happened to the children of Israel in Egypt? Do we have? You know the story of the Israelites in Egypt? Give me an answer. We know the story. Tell us. Somebody should tell us. What was the story? Tell us. One, two, three points. They were in slavery. Uh huh. They were what? They were oppressed. They were foreigners. Whether you and I like it or not, you may be born here, but you are a foreigner. <laughs> Do you agree with me? Am I saying something you agree with? You and I, eh? all of us, it is possible that you are born here, but by geographical location, we are foreigners here. The children of Israel, they were in Egypt as foreigners. They began to multiply by the spirit of the Lord. Why? Because they are peculiar people. Don't forget what we read earlier. That we are 
peculiar people, a royal priesthood. The children of Israel, the, the Bible calls them the firstborn of God. And I tell you this morning, you as a Christian, you are a spiritual Israelite. Do you agree with me? The fact, look, look at Paul. Jesus Christ sent Apostle Paul to the Gentiles. And Peter to who? Peter to who? Bible student. Sorry? Oh yeah. Talk to me. Apostle Paul was sent to the Gentiles. Peter was sent to who? We need to rejiggle our Bible study. Should we? Tuesdays. We don't log in on Tuesdays. Apostle Peter was sent to the Jews as the minister of the Jews while Apostle Paul was sent as a minister to the Gentiles. Praise the Lord. So, Peter ministered to the Jews. Immediately you accept Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, even though you are not born with a wise king, even though you are not born in Israel, automatically you become a spiritual Israelite. After all, the Bible says God is no respecter of persons. God is not going to treat us when we get to heaven based on our colors. Nothing like color when we get to heaven. You are a spiritual Israelite. The Bible, when you look at the story of the Egyptians, the land of Egypt may have physical light. There may be sun shining on it to give them illumination. But the truth I will tell you this morning is this. The whole of Egypt was in darkness. May you not be in darkness. The question I want to ask you today is this. What is going on in the corridor of your heart as a youth? Friend, I'm asking you this morning, what exactly is it that is going on in your heart? What is it that is going on that you are thinking about? What are your thoughts? What are your plans? What are the things that you give time to in your heart? Let's open our Bibles to the book of Numbers, chapter number 14. Just to say a little bit more about the children of Israel in Egypt. Look at Numbers, let's open to Numbers chapter 14. Numbers chapter number 14. We are going to read it from verse 1 to verse 5. Numbers 14. Numbers 14 from verse 1 to verse 5. The Bible says... And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried. And the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel, they murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt? Or would God we have died in this wilderness? And wherefore have the Lord brought us unto this land? To fall by the sword that our wives and our children should be a prey. Were it not better for us to return into Egypt? And they said one to another, let us make a captain and let us return into Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the, Israel, the children of Israel. When you look at the story we just read. 
the Israelites, they have been oppressed in the land of Egypt. They have been inside darkness in the land of Egypt. The tax master doubled their work. They never enjoyed at one point in Egypt. And God came to them to show them the light. God told them, I'm going to take you to a land that flows with milk and honey. And God was ready to pass them through the wilderness, taking them to a promised land. You as an individual, there is a promised land waiting for you. God made that promise to them. And God was with them. In the night, he was with them. In the afternoon, he was with them. And he was leading them gradually. But friends, do you know what? In life, trials and temptations will come. There is wilderness for every individual under the surface of the earth. There will be a moment in your life. It could be in your academics. It could be at your workplace. That it will seem as if things are not just working. The books are not just being balanced. And you begin to worry yourself. At that point, the most critical thing you must do, run back to God. Where should you go? Back to God. We see the children of Israel in Numbers chapter 14. Instead of them to keep holding on unto God, who has brought, you see, in, in, in Egypt, how many, how many plagues did we see in Egypt? Bible student, how many plagues? We are not convinced of saying it out. How many of them? 15? Somebody said 15, yeah. Okay. Shall I give an assignment? 10. What was the last one? Death of the firstborn. God wanted, look, the Bible says God adding the heart of Pharaoh so that he will prove that he is God. And the Bible says God told Moses, I have made you a God over Pharaoh. Tell yourself that I am a God over my enemies. The God we are talking is not the capital G, it's the small g. Don't you know you are a God? Tell your somebody you are a God. God made Moses. He told him, he said, I have made you a God over Pharaoh. In order for God to deliver the children of Israel, miracles happened. There were plagues. God had to kill the firstborn of the children of Egypt in order for him to release them. Can you imagine, after going through all those miracles, the same children of Israel, when they got to the wilderness, they murmured against God. And they wanted to go back to Egypt. You will not go back to Egypt. Say, I will not go back to Egypt. Say it with assurance. Say, I will not go back to Egypt. The short-sightedness of the children of Israel limited the ability to see far. Even as God's people, because they were short-sighted, it limited them from seeing into the future. Let me tell you, my friends, don't think about the present alone. Think more about your future. You need to pray and ask God that God, give me the eyes of the spirit. I want to see further than what I can see today. When you see further than what you can see today, I tell you, who is that enemy? No. Because before they begin to plan, God has already shown to you. And you have, you have their plan in your hand and you are able to defeat them. 
But when you look at the children of Israel, they were thinking back. They were thinking of going back to darkness. Going back to darkness. They were weak in their faith. That was why they said, let us go back to Egypt. Why should we come and die in the wilderness? Don't forget, the Red Sea parted. They, they walked on dry land. God provided water. God provided an expressway inside a big sea for them. And when the children of Egypt, when they tried to enter into that expressway, the waters collapsed and swallowed them. Yet, the Israelites, they were not convinced of the ability of God. They wanted to go back into darkness. They were short-sighted. Tell your neighbor, don't be short-sighted. Tell another person, say, don't be short-sighted. God raised Moses in order to be a deliverer to the children of Israel. The purpose of taking them out of Egypt and ultimately, God raised Moses to take the children of Israel to the promised land. And I told you earlier, there is a promised land for you. Nothing Nothing, nothing should derail that promised land. Your journey to that promised land could be your marriage. Your marriage is a promised land. Marriage, as a matter of fact, should be heaven on earth. A good marriage is what? Heaven on earth. A bad marriage is an example of hell on earth. And you are not, it's not too young. For you, I mean, it's not too early for you to start praying that, Father, I must enjoy my marriage. You need to start programming it. Your promised land can be that job, that job that you need to do that will bring bread to your table. You say, the job that will glorify God, you begin to look at it. But let me tell you this. Write this. Maybe on your left hand, if you are a right-handed person. As God gives you the ability, don't ever depend on paid job. You can never be rich with a paid job. Did you hear me? As God gives you the ability, don't ever depend only on paid job. You will only be working for the shareholders. The salary they will pay you is just to keep you coming back. Any paid employer is not obliged to make the employee to be rich. You will only be able to break the backbone of poverty when you work for yourself. From the land of Egypt, two million Israelites left Egypt going to their promised land. Do you know, out of the two million, only two of them got to the promised land? You will get your promised land. Amen. I say you will get your promised land. Amen. The others, they perished. Why? They wanted to go back to darkness. They wanted to go back to darkness. To get to your promised land, my friends, you have to go through the wilderness. You have to go through mountains. You have to go through valleys. 
There is no man that God has created without trials and battles. I'll give you another example. I know a young lady. As we speak now, she's 25 years old. Anytime I have to interact with this lady, to be honest with you, sometimes the way she she what she dress, I'll look at it as if, why is she so dirty? I mean, in her outfit. I say, why? Why? Sometimes I begin to imagine that. Speaking to her, I know she went to school. She went to the university because she told me that oh, she graduated, blah blah. And when she speak, I mean, hearing her speak, when she speaks, you will know that. She has gone through school. But nothing, nothing, nothing signifies what I discovered some few days ago. What did I discover? This young lady that looks sometimes unkept, speaks very good, very vivant in the Lord. She is super. When you talk about the Bible, she knows the Bible. She can pray. She can do all manner of spiritual things. Do you know that some few days ago, I discovered that this young lady is a medical doctor. She graduated 2016 as a medical doctor. And she's practicing medicine. And I was challenging her, how come you kept this away? And you are looking not so good. She said, Pastor, I have seen battles in my life. And I decided I needed to be careful. Amen? This young lady, at a young age, 25, she has seen what is called battles. Even though she's any so much money, she decided that the best thing is to look mm. Let me tell you. Daddy, mommy. Daddy, mommy. Daddy, mommy. I'm talking of your daddy and your mom. Where are they going? To the teenage church. Oh, Okay, you just came for sampling. They don't want to go. <laughs> they don't want to go. <laughs> Let's give a clap of free unto the Lord. Let's encourage him. Let's encourage him. Don't worry, you will join the youth church very soon. <laughs> Amen. When I say daddy, mommy, I'm talking of your dad. I'm talking of your mom. They have gone through battles. There is no person that doesn't have battles. So, don't expect that life is going to be very smooth. No. Life. Some people will say life is not fair. Yes, it is true. Life is not fair. It is you that will decide what comes to you. 
defeat your Goliath to become a Jehu that can throw that will throw away Jezebel, my brothers and my sisters, you must be a hardcore, brutal prayer addict. And thank God for Mountain of Fire Miracles Ministries. And that is why I congratulate you for being here. When we talk about Egypt, I said it earlier as we close this message. Egypt represents darkness. Egypt is a place of short-lived comfort. Let me tell you, that boyfriend that you visit on campus and quickly he will say, let me kiss you. Let me touch you. You may enjoy it for about two minutes. It is Egypt. (laughs) What did I call it? It is Manchester. Did somebody say it is Manchester? I have told you, when we talk about Egypt, Egypt signifies darkness. Egypt represents sin. Egypt represents darkness. You are in church. You read the Bible. You are in light. How can you that already know the truth, that knows the mind of God, that knows what is called righteousness, now go back into darkness. Immediately you are doing anything contrary to the word of God, it is Egypt. Because Egypt is darkness. When I talk about Egypt, Egypt is a place of captivity. Darkness is a place of captivity. When we talk about darkness, it is a place of profitless hard work. There are some people, they are laboring, they are working, they are doing everything within their capacity, but they get little. Do you know that in the land of Egypt, the children of Israel, their task was multiplied, multiplied, multiplied. So they were working so much and the tax master was never satisfied. That is Egypt and that is darkness. When we talk about darkness or Egypt, it is the center of magic. It is the center of witchcraft. I went to a country sometime August last year. I went to a country in Europe. In fact, I will tell you, the city is uh, called Prague. How many of us have heard about Prague? Where is Prague in Europe? Czech Republic. Do you know that that city is the most beautiful city in Europe? Have you heard about that? Prague is the most beautiful city in Europe. I got to the center the center of the city. And behold, I saw magic. Not in the dream. I saw magic in the physical. A white man was standing in the air. As high as this. Nothing under. He was standing, he was floating in the air. That is Egypt. <laughs> what the man was practicing is what? It is Egypt because it is magic. No man is able to disobey the law of nature without some witchcraft powers. You say Prague is not Egypt. May God open your eyes. Tell your neighbor, may God open your understanding. Say, may God open your understanding. I have told you, don't look at Egypt as just a country. I am talking spiritual matters now. 
when you go back to magic, when you think that, oh, daddy brought something that can use to make me more brilliant, it is Egypt because you are going back to magic. When we talk about Egypt, it is the premature abortion of good things. When something good is coming in a person's way, and all of a sudden, prematurely, that good thing that was coming, suddenly, you lose it. I tell you, you will need to pray. It is the forces of darkness that take good things away from people. I will confirm this to you. Our times will come, even as you grow. What did I say? At times we come, even as you grow. Opposition will come, even as you grow. There will be contrary views to what you think, even as you grow. People, people may gather against you, even as you grow. Some of your friends will disappoint you. There are people that you hold in high esteem. You look at them very high. Some of them, they will disappoint you. Why? Because they are human beings. The only person that can never disappoint is God. The only person that will never disappoint you is God. And I tell you, anytime you face hard times, whether at school, whether in your career, whether even between you and mom and dad. Know this. Tough times do not last long. Tough people last longer. Rise up on your feet. I want you to, I want you to close your eyes. We have spoken about closing the doors of Egypt. The only thing you can do permanently shut the doors of Egypt, the doors of darkness, is for you to continually look unto God and not unto man. Close your eyes. But eventually you are here this morning. You are not born again. But you have been coming here. You come to church. Very true. But you know deep down you that you are not born again. All eyes closed. All eyes closed. I told you the children of Israel, they were the, the firstborn of, the, of God. God classified them as his firstborn. Yet, even as being firstborn, they disobeyed God, they murmured against God. But if you are here, close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes. If you are here, you know you are not born again. God is not obliged to help anyone that is not born again. If you want to be born again today, you want to say, God, I want to close the doors of darkness in my life. I want my star to arise and shine. I don't want to look back to Egypt. I don't want to murmur against, against you. I want you to just be the author and the finisher of my life. Just raise up your hand. I want to pray with you. Or paraventure you are here. At one point you gave your life. At, at another time you took that life away by going back to sin. This is a good moment for you to reconcile with your maker. Close your eyes. Just raise up that hand. I just want to pray with you. Thank you for raising that. Thank you. Raise it up above your head. Thank you. Don't be ashamed at all. Friends, don't be ashamed. If you are raising it, just raise it above your head. Thank you for this hand. Thank you for this hand. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you because the Lord is in this place. The angels of the Almighty, they are here. The hand of Jehovah is upon everyone. Raise up that hand. I'm still waiting. 
For the rest of us, you want to raise up that hand? Raise it up. Raise it up. Raise it up. Raise it up. All of us, let us open our mouth and begin to tell God that any sin that we have been aborting in our heart, that is returning us back to Egypt, returning us into darkness, say, Father, have mercy on me. Open your mouth and begin to pray. The rest of us that have our hands raised up, just place those hands. Place your hand on your chest and repeat after me. The, open your mouth. Don't look at me. Close your eyes. Open your mouth. Begin to talk to the Lord. That in whatever way that I have thought about darkness, in whatever way I have thought about Egypt, say, Father, help me. Those of us that have our hands on our chest, just say this after me. Say, Father, I thank you for bringing me to your presence this morning. Say, Lord, I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Say, Father, write my name in the book of life. Never to backslide. Say, establish me in your kingdom. In the name of Jesus. Say, thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, I thank you for this, your children that have their hands on their chest. You have said, if you are lifted up, you will draw men unto yourself. As many that are coming to you this day, O Lord, or put them in your kingdom. Never to backslide. Do them good, O Lord. Thank you, everlasting God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Open your eyes, everybody. The truth I will tell you is this. You have the ability with the power of God to shape your life. No man can shape your life for you if you don't permit them. And with God on your side, you have 100% the ability to shape your life. We are going to pray only one prayer point. But I want you to pray it from the bottom of your heart. The darkness we spoke about today. The Egypt we talk about today. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. There are things going on in your heart. God told you that this is not good. But you are still struggling with it. Egypt, darkness, can be that pornography that you watch at home. Or on your phone. And God is telling you, this is not right. You are a royal priesthood. The Bible calls you a holy nation. And I will tell you, you have a very bright future. And God loves you. God, he loves you so dearly. That is why I want you to pray this singular prayer for yourself. Close your eyes and shout this loud and clear. Shout this loud and clear. Say it as if you mean it. Close your eyes. Be serious about this. It's about your life. I'm not asking you to pray for me. I'm asking you to pray for yourself. Say this one loud and clear. Say cloud of darkness. Say cloud of darkness. Over my life. Say it together now. Let the sister say it loud and clear. Brothers, let me hear you shout. All of us together. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray.